What's up, y'all? Kevin Kuhn here from Athlete Factors. This is the Athlete Factors podcast. Today, my guest is Sir Andy Rohrbacher. What's up? He's been knighted by uh, by Queen, the band. <laughs> Not the Queen. Uh, so Andy is a client, as well as probably the best walking business card I've ever had. And, uh, and an excellent friend. So Andy, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, all right, so uh, I, uh, I, uh, I uh, grew up uh, in Indiana. Mm -hmm. uh, I was uh, never really uh, an athlete uh, as, a, as a kid. Um, uh, I uh, went to school uh, at Indiana University, uh, got a business degree, Awesome. Uh, moved to Texas uh, and uh, worked in business. Ended up owning my own own business. Uh, exited out of that, and uh, so uh, now uh, I, uh, uh, I we have a venture capital company, mm -hmm. uh, and I work for for them. I, I think I have some cool job job title there. Uh, <laughs> I work for them and I uh, train uh, for uh, as an amateur age group uh, triathlete uh, now. And uh, when I'm not doing anything else, I uh, sit on the board at the, the DFW Metro YMCA. Nice. So you could say that you're pretty lazy based off all of that. You don't do a pretty, whole lot. I don't do a lot. Uh, some. There are people in my family who think I don't do enough. <laughs> <laughs> the plate's pretty empty, it sounds there's, like to me. There's a few extra minutes in the day. Yeah. Awesome. So, tell us a little bit about your athletic background. Where uh, Were you pretty active as, as a kid? Or? So, so, you know, I was always active uh, as a, a kid. Mm -hmm. Um, but, um, I was not, uh, I, I didn't really participate in, uh, team, team sports, mm -hmm. uh, where I grew up, basketball was king, uh, football was second, baseball was third. I have zero eye-hand coordination, so, uh, <laughs> ball sports, uh, were out. Off the table. Out, out uh, for, for me, uh, and there really weren't a lot of opportunities to, to kind of do other stuff. Mm -hmm. So I, I did kind of normal, I, I swam a lot, I was a pool rat, mm -hmm. I spent all summer, uh, in the pool, uh, we rode bikes a lot. Uh, so I was, you know, I was an active kid, but I, I wasn't an athlete um, and didn't really participate in team sports. In fact, I, I didn't really do any real uh, uh, activity really until after college. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I, uh, I started mountain biking uh, with some people. We did a ton of mountain biking. Uh, I started running 5Ks, mm -hmm. um, and not necessarily to compete. Uh, there was a, usually a beer garden afterwards, so mm -hmm. uh, we would, you know, it was an excuse <laughs> to go go have a party for sure. Uh, and then uh, after, uh, really, I was really when I was 40. I was in my uh, 40s. 
when uh, I really started thinking about uh, endurance sports. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, that was at, the, at that time, uh, I was uh, doing a ton of scuba diving and I met the person that eventually uh, became my husband mm -hmm. and he got me uh, into uh, endurance sports. Nice. Uh, and, and, and I wasn't really competitive then, but we'll, I bet we get, I bet we get into that. We'll so. probably talk about that. <laughs> I'm that so. so when, when was your first like competitive event? Yeah. So my first, so my, my very first real endurance kind of competitive event was, uh, Matt, my, my husband had, uh, run his, uh, first uh, marathon nice and uh, and so that got me thinking wow you know I really you know I've, I'd like to do something like that too I mean he'd gotten a ton of energy and confidence mm -hmm. uh, from doing that and I thought wow you know I'd like I'd like to get some of that too mm -hmm. and so uh, I uh, at at watching him train, I'd seen a number of the uh, purple people uh, at the events, right? Team in training. Mm -hmm. And I thought, wow, those shirts look really cool, mm -hmm. right? I want one. <laughs> <laughs> what do I have to do to get one of those shirts? Right? Those people look like they're having so much fun. Yeah. And so I went uh, to an orientation, a uh, team in training orientation, and uh, I had Matt uh, come with me and we went and uh, I signed up uh, for my first triathlon. Mm -hmm. It was an Olympic uh, distance event. Uh, it was uh, it was a Dave Scott's Texas man. Mm -hmm. It was the first time it had it had ever happened. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, it was a 1500 meter swim, uh, 25 mile bike and a, and a 10k. Uh, all of those things were things I had never uh, done before. Uh, and like individually, <laughs> let alone back to back to back, or, or back to back to back. <laughs> and and then Matt said, "Oh well, I'll do it too." <laughs> so now, right, the the pressure is really on. Yeah. And uh, so uh, we signed up and. It's like uh, it was like a fifteen hundred dollar fundraising commitment, mm -hmm. and, and uh, that afternoon I think we went to you know our local bike store and we bought bikes like we didn't even <laughs> own bikes right so we buy bikes nice. you know and yeah. and uh, anyway and and we go and we go to our local running store and get running shoes right like oh it was. Was great for me because it was a shopping opportunity. Uh, so that was good. anyway. Yeah. So uh, we 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 train with with team and training. Uh, we trained with a guy Todd Kodish who uh, was an amazing amazing coach. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, uh, the first real triathlon that we actually did was a trainer. Uh, it was in uh, Louisiana. It was the Sports Spectrum River Cities uh, Triathlon. Mm -hmm. It's a weird distance. Uh, doesn't fit into any category, but it was fun. Mm -hmm. uh, it was a million degrees uh, and humid, but it was fun. <laughs> and uh, and then we did Dave Scott, 
and I came away uh, from that race with a two hour 36 finish. Nice. Uh, which was, I was like, wow, you know, I'm, I'm kind of good at, I might be, be good at that. Yeah. Well, uh, Matt uh, really got bit by the triathlon bug mm -hmm. and started, uh, decided he wanted to do an Ironman. Mm. And, I was, and I was like, no way. <laughs> not like, interested in that? Not interested that in <laughs> any way, shape or form. Mm -hmm. And I knew, so at the time we had a new business going on and I knew that there was no way that we could have two long distance triathletes in the house mm -hmm. and run a business, and, right? Yeah. So I backed off a triathlon and I, being a, a pool rat, I went into master swimming. Mm. I stayed with team and training as a mentor for a couple years, yeah. but I really focused on uh, swimming. Gotcha. And I focused on swimming the mile. Uh, I swam uh, competitively mm -hmm. uh, as a mile age grouper in U.S. Master Swimming. I was horrible. Uh, <laughs> uh, I was really bad at it, but I was out there, you know, every, every every day getting it done. Nice. And uh, uh, that's when I met Ambrose Coleman. Mm -hmm. I, I messed up my shoulder. Uh, through some bad uh, bad mechanics, mm -hmm. and uh, Ambrose uh, got me got me back going. I hate that guy. Yeah, Ambrose Ambrose got me got me back going, and mm -hmm. and 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 so I swam for a little while, and and then uh, business. Right, just I had different priorities, mm -hmm. and uh, what ultimately ended up happening. Uh, was uh, I, I, I just I quit. Mm -hmm. I quit everything, mm -hmm. and we I put everything uh, into work, and uh, as a result, uh, I I got fat and stressed out mm -hmm. and depressed. Wow, like bad. Yeah, like I went to a really uh, awful place mm -hmm. uh, for for a really a, a quite a quite a long time, and then. Uh, Finally, in uh, 2016, uh, uh, I, I, I had gone into my physical uh, with my doctor. Mm -hmm. uh, I was already uh, over, I was about 220 pounds. Uh, I was already on blood pressure medication. Mm -hmm. I was on some antidepressants, and he told me I was going to have to start uh, taking uh, some medicine for a type two diabetes. Wow! And I was just like, you know, I like, um, I can't. What? Right? Like, <laughs> like I can't. Like, I can't do this. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, whatever is going on in my life. Uh, right now uh, is is not working mm -hmm. right I I just I, I got to do something different mm -hmm. and uh, so I struggled with that for uh, a little while and uh, and, uh, and I said okay well I'm gonna join the Y mm -hmm. <laughs> and there's a Y a half mile from my house and uh, I walked down there, and uh, I, I I joined the Y. Nice. 
Nice. And uh, that first day, uh, I uh, got on the elliptical trainer, uh, and I was on there for five minutes. <laughs> five minutes, and I was done. That's a good start, though. I was done. And I thought, <laughs> you know what? Okay, so today was uh, five minutes. Mm -hmm. And tomorrow, I'm going to go back, and I'm going to go for six minutes. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I did that. I also went uh, back uh, to uh, Jim Montgomery, the guy that runs the master's program here. And I, and, and I said, look, I, I need help. <laughs> mm -hmm. And so I started, started back to master swimming uh, two days a week. Uh, they put me in a lane uh, with a woman that uh, outweighed, was three times my weight, right? She was a big, big girl, but she was, she was in there too. Mm -hmm. uh, really, I was in no better shape. She was probably in better shape than I was yeah. at the time. Yeah. And so I started swimming with her two days a week mm -hmm. and I was going, going to the Y. Yeah. And, uh, and really that started a, I met some, through that experience at the Y, I met some people that just really started a, a cascade of events mm -hmm. that really is still kind of unfolding. Right? Yeah. So it's kind of the first first few dominoes and <laughs> yeah. the rest are still falling down. Yeah. Well and there were some there are some other things that, that happened in there. I started I started using some tools. I started using my fitness pal, mm -hmm. right? I mean, yep. like I, I started studying about, okay, how do you change habits, mm -hmm. right? Uh, I read the book Spark, mm -hmm. uh, which radically changed how I thought uh, of, about the world. Yep. Uh, and, and so, like I said, just a whole cascade of, of things were, were happening then. So. Nice. So... So yeah, I, uh, right around, it would have been 2016, 2017, I get a call from Ambrose saying, hey, um, you know, you've, you've worked with Matt, and, uh, but I'm, I'm sending you another guy, I'm sending you Andy, so take care of him. He's a really good friend of mine, so don't mess this up. <laughs> and uh, here's his contact info. All right. Okay. Cool. So, um, if you will tell us a little bit about uh, why we started working together then, what you were preparing for, and, and kind so, of what was going on around that time. So, in uh, 2016, uh, so we have a thing in our family for a milestone birthday. So, uh, we take a big trip. Mm -hmm. And uh, 2016, it was Matt's 50th birthday. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, he wanted to go uh, to Nepal. Mm. And he wanted to do uh, an eight day trek uh, in the Annapurnas mm. uh, in Nepal. And so uh, that was gonna happen uh, in uh, late October, beginning of November. About this time, it was probably May or uh, June. Mm -hmm. uh, at this time, so I had progressed uh, from <laughs> from uh, five minutes. I was now uh, still at the Y uh, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. 
and uh, I was doing uh, an hour-long class, uh, Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. It was kind of like uh, and uh, what uh, now has become kind of F45 or whatever. It was uh, branded uh, under another uh, famous uh, celebrity trainer. Nice. But it was, right, it was a mix of cardio and strength and, mm -hmm. and, and uh, uh, training and a lot of functional movement. Mm -hmm. uh, so I was doing that uh, three, days, three days a week and, and I was swimming, swimming hard. Uh, by this time, I was probably I probably lost twenty pounds mm -hmm. uh, about this part, but I was really scared uh, about going to Nepal, mm -hmm. uh, and I really didn't want to die mm -hmm. in Nepal. Yeah, uh, and <laughs> right, and this was the kind of this was the kind of trip, right? This was a all or nothing uh, kind of trip for for us, mm -hmm. uh, in particular for me, there was a lot at stake because there was only one way out, right? Once we got out, out uh, in, on, the, on the track, um, there was only one way out, really, and that was by helicopter. Mm -hmm. And I really didn't want to go out do, that way. Didn't want to go out that <laughs> way. And, and, and so I knew that I, I, right, I needed help, mm -hmm. right, and and uh, so I had called Ambrose and I was like, look, I, right, I got, I gotta know how to climb a freaking mountain, right? I mean, yep. we're we're gonna climb for days, <laughs> twelve thousand feet, yeah, right, uh, in in uh, eight days, mm -hmm. right? So, like, it's a lot, mm -hmm. and one one part of the trek. Uh, was uh, 6,000 stone steps. Wow. So, uh, like, it was a full day of climbing stairs, right? Yep. And, I, and I knew, like, I, right, I got, I got to get help. Mm -hmm. So I called Ambrose. Ambrose said, I got the guy for you. Uh, and that's uh, how I, I met you. And uh, so for the next six months, uh, we did a bunch of step ups. We sure did. <laughs> we step we up. did step up, step up, step up. Forwards, sideways, and, rotation step Well, ups. and I and I remember I remember uh, the day I uh, walked in uh, to see you and uh, so here was this like little short fat guy that walked in and told <laughs> you, I'm gonna climb a mountain, you know, and and you were just kind of like, yeah, right, what, whatever. <laughs> And, and then, you know, like, I think, you know, really after the first few weeks, you know, you were kind of like, wow, this guy's like doing everything. Like, like he's him. like really serious, yeah. right? Like, yeah. And it was funny because like, I would be, I would go to the Y and I do my little workout and then I would go to the multi-purpose room and mm -hmm. like, they didn't have the exact equipment that we were using. So mm -hmm. I figured out like, okay, well I could use this here and that. Right, and I, and I just figured it out, and I would do my homework every day, and you know, you know all I could think of was I really don't want to hear chopper blades, you know, <laughs> like, I just really want to, want to, want to do this, and, yeah. and, you know, sure enough, we, uh, we did it, and, and before we went uh, to Nepal, uh, 
I had talked to a guy that had been in country uh, multiple times and, and he said something to me. He said, you know, there isn't a day that goes by that I, I don't think about being in Nepal. Mm. And I thought, you know, that, whatever. whatever. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Okay, bro. I'm telling you, Nepal was a completely life-changing experience mm -hmm. for me. Mm -hmm. uh, there isn't a day that goes by that I don't think about it. Wow. And uh, for the first three months we were back from Nepal, I dreamed about Nepal every night. Wow. It was just... It was just the most amazingly beautiful country, but it was the experience for me. Mm -hmm. Like I got, like I got an amazing boost of confidence. Mm -hmm. And for 14 days, I was so far out of my comfort zone, mm -hmm. right? Like. <laughs> like as uh, uh, like mm -hmm. you know I was so so far away from okay like uh, they, I just can't describe it right yeah. and uh, and, it, and it wasn't just the physical like just everything about that experience was way away from my comfort zones mm -hmm. and you know, I like we came out. I came out of that a completely different person mm -hmm. that went in to that to that trip. Yeah, and uh, I thought, you know, if if I can do this, right? Like, who knows? Like, what else can I do? Right? Who? Right? Like, yeah. I'm not right. I did that. What else? What else do I think I can't do? Right. That like let's go let's go do that mm -hmm. right let's go see if we let's go see if that's that's really true yeah the other thing is uh, about that time I I uh, uh, switched uh, to uh, a vegetarian diet mm -hmm. uh, so really that was the only thing in Nepal <laughs> that like I was oh okay great right it's a vegetarian country pretty much and so I was like okay wow I, I, like I get it right yeah. hey one thing that I it's not changed you know uh, but hilarious. it's just it's an amazing country it's an amazing experience it's incredibly beautiful for me it, it really was like life changing huge turning point for you it was it was a huge turning point for me mm -hmm. And so, anyway, I probably talked way too long. <laughs> That's all good. It's amazing. It's amazing. Like, I yeah. still, like, I get, yeah. like, all emotional about it. Yeah, I can, <laughs> I can see it. I can see it. Like, I can hear it in your voice, too. Um, so, yeah, I was, I was expecting, you know, when, when you got back to, to hear, like, oh, it was, it was really difficult, you know, um, I was... It was it was it was tough but I got through it but you know like the training helped but but when you came back it was like this was amazing I had the best time of my life I wasn't even sore I was just enjoying everything and I was like awesome I'm so happy like um, 
that's what we had trained for, you know, yeah. so that you could enjoy it, not so that you could get through it, but so that, um, so that you'd be looking up and around and not right. <sighs> well, well, and, and so the, the good part about trekking in Nepal too is it's designed right. So you know you work and then you know you take a break at a tea house and yeah. you hang out and all that. The the only thing that we didn't really uh, prepare for. Uh, was the descent mm -hmm. so like going up was no problem mm -hmm. but uh, I was not really prepared for how difficult coming down the mountain was yeah and so the first day so we descended uh, from from this place uh, the Copra so we descended uh, probably 5,000 feet in, in one day, right? Oh, just walk down, yeah. and it's straight, straight downhill. Yeah. And by the time we got to where we were gonna spend the night, I, I, I could barely walk. Mm -hmm. And I thought, and we had to walk upstairs to get to where we were gonna sleep. Mm -hmm. and, and I was just <laughs> like, you know what? Like, I can't, I, I'm gonna be able to do this one time. <laughs> <laughs> I, so I ate and I went upstairs and I went to bed and I remember going to bed I remember thinking you know what this is bad right because I don't know how I'm gonna get through tomorrow yeah right yep. like this may be the last day of the trip for me and there were three more days and and I was like okay right I'm gonna just like let me just, just sleep yeah and we'll see where we are in the morning and you know, I got up in the morning and I was okay. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I, I can walk I can walk down these stairs, right? <laughs> you know, I was like, okay, good, right? Good. No helicopter, right? No so helicopter. so we're out. So, you know, but that was right, it, that was really the only time that I was like, uh, I don't know, you know. But but it was good. But you're right. So when I got back, I was Right, I was, you know, ready to to go. Right, yeah. and and uh, so, you know, we kind of started really from from there. Yeah. So you kind of jumped. Like, was the transition into serious triathlon training pretty quick after that? Like, right when you got back, like, boom. Or... No, no, it wasn't at all. So, the next thing that happened um, was. Uh, well, I kept training with you, mm -hmm. right? I knew I needed, I needed strength, right? I need just part of the overall weight loss and right, be healthy thing, right? Yep. I I still needed, you know, that performance kind of. It wasn't really performance coaching, though. I still needed strength work, yep. And and I needed variety, right? I needed stuff to do in addition to what I was doing. But anyway, I signed up for a Luke's uh, Luke's Locker. So in 2010, I did uh, a half marathon. Uh, I did it through uh, a Luke's Locker. Mm -hmm. It was fun. Uh, I finished in three, just under three hours, two hours and 58 minutes. Tells you oh, how I was out there. Anyway, uh, uh, getting after it. So I decided I would go back to Luke's and I would do a couch to 5K program. Mm -hmm. 
and uh, I thought, okay, right, I'd, I'd like to, let's, let's run, let's see yeah. if I can run, right? Mm -hmm. uh, ultimately, uh, I ended up uh, not doing the 5K, I ended up doing a 10K mm. uh, with them. Mm -hmm. uh, just so happened, uh, at that 10K, uh, a woman that I worked with uh, came to cheer for me. She brought her boyfriend, uh, he had never, he didn't knew, know that these kinds of events were a thing, <laughs> right? And like, he was totally blown away. Yeah. And so he asked me, he said, hey, I want to help, I want to do one of these events. Let's do an event. Celebration White Rock was coming up. It's mm -hmm. 5K uh, and it's for a good cause. And so Robert, this guy's name is Robert. Robert and I signed up for a uh, 5K, mm -hmm. the Celebration White Rock. And we trained together uh, for another couple months mm -hmm. and we ran a White Rock. We had a blast. Mm -hmm. We got done with that race and we went back to the car. There was a flyer for uh, the Baylor Sprint Triathlon <laughs> uh, in uh, April. And, uh, and I said, okay, well, Robert, since we're, we're testing limits, yep, here's the next right? Event. Let's, <laughs> let's do a triathlon, right? Let's, let's see, right? Yeah. Let's do this sprint. Yeah. And, uh, so Robert, Robert had, had some biking experience. He, he had done a couple long distance rides, like, like to Austin, from Dallas to Austin. Wow. And he'd, he'd done some serious riding and yeah. And uh, he wasn't really a swimmer, and but and he'd been running, and 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 so we did the Baylor, and uh, you know I it really I thought you know this this kind of a sprinting thing you know it's 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 kind of fun and, yeah not too far and and I didn't do horrible at it so now I had to I have to say so I'm at this time I'm riding a specialized uh, cross trek bike so it's a hybrid fat tire bike uh, that's what i'm doing triathlons on nice uh right now <laughs> i'm like <laughs> you know kind of my mary poppins bike doing the triathlon you know uh anyway but uh at least it didn't have like a banana seat like not yeah and or like a basket on it didn't have that but so i'm out there you know doing my thing and and it was fun you know i had a good time Robert, Robert uh, called it correctly. He's like, uh, you're, you're like, this is like, this is bad things are going to happen, right? <laughs> and I'm out, right? I, yeah. I can't go with you on this journey, yeah. right? And uh, <laughs> like, you're- Have fun. Yeah, have fun. Yeah. And, and uh, so I, I signed up for uh, Craig Ranch. Mm. Uh, I uh, came in a DFL in my age group. And uh, I was so excited about that because it, it lit a fire under me. Yeah. It lit a fire under me. And I was like, okay, that, that's never gonna happen again. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. it's, uh, like, it's just never gonna happen again. And uh, so I uh, dusted off my old Trek 1000 bike that I bought for uh, Dave Scott back in 2006. <laughs> so it's a steel bike. <laughs> nice. And, uh, but I dusted it off 
and I got back on got back on the road bike and uh, actually you know got into the clipless pedals mm -hmm. and and uh, and I rode that and I started uh, doing doing well mm -hmm. and then uh, one day I finished in the top 10% of my age group. Mm. And I got an invitation, as a result of that, I got an invitation uh, to an event called the Best of the Best Triathlon. Mm. And so, I don't wanna take away from that event, but it's not that difficult to qualify for, okay? But it's still, it's a thing. Yeah. And I thought, you know, I really want a medal that says best of the best mm -hmm. because nobody else in my house has one of those. <laughs> and I'm gonna wear it around. I'm gonna wear it to bed. I'm gonna wear it everywhere I can. So I did best, I did best of the best and and uh, and and I got the medal and the hoodie and everything. Oh, it was amazing. I, I wore it to work. I yeah. was like, I, I was like, if I, you don't know, now right, you know, I have, right, I have. You don't. I do. Right. It's got a big number one on it. I love it. Anyway, so but that that really really got things going. Well, about this time, I I had uh, uh, well. I, I had to take a break from triathlon and I really, the only thing I could do was run. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I'd had a family issue that took me out of Dallas for a few months mm -hmm. and I was back in Indiana. So I started running. I started uh, using an app uh, called Active um, that had a bunch of like remote coached workouts on it, right? On-demand coached workouts. Mm -hmm. I started running uh, with Active because I wanted to stay in shape. Did a couple 5Ks up, up there. Through, through that app, I met a guy named Benjamin Green. He's an amazing coach, amazing, amazing athlete. Mm -hmm. He's an eight-time Team USA competitor. Wow. Great, great guy. Mm -hmm. Anyway, he he really kind of opened my eyes to some kind of things. He's like, "Look, you right, you can really really do some stuff if you wanted to." Mm -hmm. And at the time, we were still talking over the phone. You were still feeding me workouts to do on on my own when I wasn't running. Mm -hmm. And and I was every week I was just getting faster and faster and faster mm -hmm. and and uh, so I, I clearly remember we had a conversation over the phone I said look right I I I think I can I think I can do a, you know a, a sub sub 55 uh, 10k mm -hmm. which at the time was like huge for me yeah that's a big deal. and uh, and uh, instead of laughing at me you were like okay we'll go do that mm -hmm. right and, and so I came back from Indiana, we trained together some more, and uh, I went out that November, and I ran a 53 uh, 10K, and I ended up uh, first in my age group. <laughs> and, uh, and I was shocked, and, and uh, 
and I and, and Matt was there and I told Matt I said look I don't care if I'm the only person in my age group right I'm gonna take that trophy and I'm gonna stand up on that podium and I'm gonna get my picture taken That's right. well so there were five people in my age group <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so but like that really like that told me okay well wait right like this is a thing right like I'm at a place right where this this could be real yeah and and so I thought well you know I, was to, I want to do triathlons but I really uh, I really want to uh, try and uh, do a half marathon again mm. really that that three hour thing was was really and at the time I was really focused on running so I uh, signed up with uh, Run On mm -hmm. uh, here in Dallas. Uh, my goal was to have a sub two hour half marathon. And uh, so I trained with them. Um, wow, only gonna drop an hour off the <laughs> Right, time. wow. That's... And I'm gonna run a sub two hour half marathon. Just an hour in? And while on. I'm training for that, uh, so that was gonna, that, the rock and roll was in March. Mm -hmm. So it was off season for triathlon. So my plan was, I'll do this half marathon, I'll do triathlon season, mm -hmm. right? And, and then uh, we'll, we'll go on. Yeah. So, uh, so this is uh, 2018. Uh, so I'd had some success, you know, I'd had my fancy little best of the best medal. <laughs> And I thought, okay, you know, I've been training myself for a while and I've been working with you, but I really probably need some triathlon specific training. Mm -hmm. So I, I started looking around for at triathlon clubs. Mm -hmm. And so I'm, I'm training with Run On for this half marathon and I started interviewing triathlon clubs. And the first place I called was uh, Try Now. And really within five minutes of talking to uh, coach Frank, Frank Cortese at uh, Try Now. I just knew, right? I don't need to call anybody else, right? This is the guy for me. Yeah. Uh, for a number of, number of reasons. Mm -hmm. He's vegan, right? So he got the whole no meat thing. Yeah, it's not gonna fight you on your right. diet. And, he he yeah. kind of got, he kind of understood the Andy show, uh, <laughs> and and we just we just got along really 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 well. And I was yeah. like, this is the guy for me, uh -huh. and he said, look, I don't want to right get through your half marathon and, and then right we'll we'll start. Mm -hmm. So got through the half marathon, had an amazing time, amazing event. Uh, I ended up with uh, I think a one fifty eight. Mm. Uh, which was really, I was like, yes, right? Yeah. Okay, so now, right, I've had two shots here where I've like set what I felt was an aggressive goal and I crushed it, right? Yeah. So now we're kind of like on this upward spiral of things. Uh -huh. So now I joined this triathlon team, right? And really, I didn't really have any goals. I just wanted to race. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, we, you know, we started having top 10 finishes and then we started having top five finishes mm -hmm. and then, you know, we started 
ending up on podiums. Oh, yeah. mm -hmm. And and we got another trip to best of the best. Mm -hmm. And and I realized so at the time so I realized that going to USAT Age Group Nationals was a real possibility mm -hmm. for me. And and so I went to Frank and I said, look, that's that's what I want to do. I want to go to Age Group Nationals, right? Mm -hmm. And he's like, fine, let's do that. Well, unbeknownst to me, I had already qualified. <laughs> That's convenient. <laughs> I, just, I didn't know that. I hadn't gotten my invitation yet, but yeah. I'd already qualified. Anyway, so Frank and I, we started started working on that. And and I really, uh, and, it, and, then, and then you decided you were going to go do some side project. And so I was like, oh, what am I going to do? Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and so I, uh, but anyway, so I, I went full bore into triathlon, right? Mm -hmm. Everything else just dropped. Yeah. Um, uh, and, uh, so that, that, so I started working with another, uh, strength, strength, uh, coach mm -hmm. and, uh, Ultimately, I end up uh, getting injured uh, with them. Mm -hmm. So, probably wasn't the best thing that <laughs> happened. Yeah. But, uh, but anyway, so that's really when I, that's how I mark becoming competitive. Mm -hmm. I think other people would probably mark it before that point. Yeah. You know, before 19. Uh, but I don't, that's when I say, oh, but now I'm serious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So yeah, that kind of catches us up to basically right around a year ago. Yeah. Um, when you reached out to me and said, hey, my knee hurts. Yeah. So, well, so, right. So <laughs> we had, we had just started, started working, you uh, come back to the world and, yeah. and had, had, <laughs> decided you know yeah that we were gonna you know we were still working together and yep. yeah I had uh, I had you know uh, it's it's uh, we're about two months out from state championships mm -hmm. and I can't my knee hurts yeah. right I mean my Running knee hurts was... hurts bad yep and and like I was really not able to run yeah and so we 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 started started back together and yeah. and uh, we uh, rebuilt the knee. Yeah. Um, yeah. Your pictures of of your knee and assessments of your knee are, are some of my first ever posts <laughs> as athlete factors on Instagram and and I talked about that whole th that whole situation with Ambrose on his podcast and um, <coughs> yeah so yeah so my yeah my left knee is so famous. It is. And, uh, and uh, so uh, anyway, so uh, first race, first race uh, back. Uh, we actually missed, we missed uh, Baylor last year because uh, uh, I was out mm -hmm. uh, with the knee. Uh, first race back was uh, the state championships at Cedar Hill, mm -hmm. uh, which is a brutal uh, course. Super it's hilly. all hills. Yeah. It's all hills. Mm -hmm. And uh, we uh, came away uh, second. Uh, at uh, state championships with yep. the new knee, mm -hmm. 
<clears throat> What's super funny about that is when you came to me, you were like, I think my season's over. <laughs> like, I, I can't run, so like I can I can do the swim, I can do the bike, but like I, what am I gonna walk? How am I gonna how am I gonna advance? How am I gonna qualify for anything else? Right. right. Well, nationals was on the line, right? Yeah. So 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 people know. So to qualify for USAT nationals, uh, in in that year, uh, uh, was uh, there were uh, basically two two paths. For, for me, uh, one was either be in the top 10% of my age group uh, at uh, the Olympic distance event, or come in first, second, or third uh, at a state or regional championship. Mm -hmm. And so when you're old, right, your age group is tiny, so it's difficult. That effectively means you probably need to be first, second, or third in your age group, at least yeah. first, right, in your age group mm -hmm. uh, at any event, mm -hmm. right, or to your, right to be in that top 10, because, mm -hmm. you know, to come in third and be in the top 10%, you'd need 30 people in your age group. Well, like in, in my age group, they're just in, at that time, 55 to 59, there weren't 30 people at any event, right, right in my age group. So, mm -hmm. so anyway, so, so, we came away right second at, at states. We're like, yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. right? This I, is amazing. I guess I got lucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a good day, right? We yeah. picked a good race. Yes. Right? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm being super competitive, I've learned to pick races now. Mm -hmm. uh, and, then, and then next up uh, was uh, regionals uh, in Waco. Also a killer of a killer of a course because yep. it's a, it's an upstream swim against a current uh, in in uh, the Brazos. Brazos, that's right. Uh, and then uh, on the run, uh, there's a, a very famous uh, hill uh, there uh, at regionals. It's between mile three and four, and at at the half iron distance. Uh, that uh, is there uh, every year. You do that hill twice. Mm. Uh, it, it eats your lunch. Uh, it's it's a, anyway. Uh, so we did uh, we did regionals in July. I think uh, when we started the run uh, there, it was ninety five uh, degrees. It was a warm one. It was it was a hot day. Yep. Uh, we finished that. I finished that race in three hours and two minutes. Uh, it was the worst time I ever had at kind of the Olympic distance. Mm -hmm. uh, had an amazing swim. I'd had a, an amazing bike. The run just uh, was awful. Mm -hmm. And and I thought, you know, there's just there's just no way, right? Like we're we're done. Yeah. Right? Time wise, it's not there. We we were just done. I, yeah. And and so I I didn't even. I didn't even check results, right? I just went by what was on my Garmin. Mm -hmm. And so I remember we were all standing around there just kind of socializing and, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And, and, uh, and all of a sudden, somebody just came up to me and they're like, hey, uh, you're on the podium. <laughs> they need you. Uh, <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah. You know, and, and so we, we, right, so we, we took third at, at regionals. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, so I was like, okay, great. Right. Like that's, 
we're two for two, right? So nationals is is a breeze. Uh, we uh, we uh, I ended up with uh, five. We did so in twenty nineteen. We did seven triathlons. Mm -hmm. uh, we did uh, four Olympics and three sprints, and uh, we walked away with uh, five podiums uh, out of those. Pretty darn good. <laughs> so yeah, it was a good, it was a, it was a really good, good, uh, season. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, age group nationals was, uh, well, it was, it was a, a thing, uh, to behold. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was really amazing. The difference, uh, but that that whole vibe was. Yeah. I remember was you completely saying completely different. The atmosphere there was just like the, you're like I want to be here. I want to be around this sort of thing because yeah. everybody is different here. It's they're serious. They're they're keyed in. Like it was just it was just, like so. Like it was the only way I can describe it is it was just chill. Mm -hmm. Like everybody that was there knew. Like, didn't think they knew exactly what they were going to do. Yeah. Right? So there was no doubt. There was no worry. Mm -hmm. Right? We all knew why we were there mm -hmm. and exactly what we were going to do on race day. Mm -hmm. And, like, it was so amazing. So, like, the you swim in Lake Erie. Uh, which, which was interesting, but, but so we're on the beach, right? Waiting for our wave to start. And like normally at like, you know, local events or regional events or whatever, there's just like this ton of nervous energy, you know, and people aren't really talking to one another or anything yeah. like that. So like at this event, everybody on the beach, we were all just... We were introducing ourselves. We we're all shaking hands. We we're like, hey, good luck. Congratulations for being here. Yeah. You know, it was like, it was just super collegial, yeah. right? Everybody was super friendly. Mm -hmm. And then the cannon went off and like all bets were like, boom, time. it was business time, right? <laughs> just wham, right? And everybody just got to work, Yeah. right? And, and, and you did your thing and you were, you, you know, you crossed the finish line, which was amazing too, right? Cause it's all, it's like all these American flags. I mean, the shoot is just amazing. I mean, just yeah. the whole experience is crazy. Yeah. USAT goes all out all out for it yeah. but you cross that line and as soon as you cross the finish line right it's like well for me I have to take a little bit of time I have to like download race Andy and put back normal Andy right? I have to <laughs> upload that that oh. back up yeah but after that's done like then everybody's off right it's like okay now we're we're people again yeah. right and and yeah. let's you know let's all have fun Back and fun interaction right and, and let's enjoy ourselves right yeah. but i i knew right like okay this right like i'm home uh -huh. right yeah and the other thing for me was right it it 
it showed me, okay, right? Like, so nationals is a possibility, right? Not only is it a possibility, it's now a thing, right? So that opens up for me ITU, that opens up for me the games, mm -hmm. right? Like there's more to do here. Like there's another level. Well, right, it's just breaking into. right. All of a yeah. sudden, the world just it just gets bigger. Yep. Right. Like there's yeah. more possibility. Yeah. Right. Yeah. World there's, championships. Right. Yeah. Right. Like oh great, so now we can go to Europe. Yes. <laughs> you know, like great, right? Like whoa, that's yeah. right. So I, I can go, right? The games, like I'm eligible for the games in 22 in Hong Kong. Yeah. That's amazing. Yep. <laughs> that's that's amazing. Cool. Right? Yeah. I love it. <laughs> that's so cool. Yeah, that's cool, right? <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I mean, I don't know. It just, for me, it's just opened up possibilities. The other thing that Nationals did for me, like Nepal, is it just gave me a level of confidence in myself mm -hmm. that look I can overcome any obstacle that gets put in my way mm -hmm. right I'll figure it out yep. I'll figure it out mm -hmm. and and so it makes every other aspect of my life better mm -hmm. right it makes business better Mm -hmm. Right, because I just know, right? Oh, right, here's this horrible thing that happened. Right? No, we'll figure it out. And we'll figure it out the same way we train, one step at a time, mm -hmm. right? One step at a time. It's the same thing with a fundraising challenge at the Y. It's mm -hmm. like, oh my God, right? The pool heater is dead, right? I need $400,000. What are we going to do, right? Great, we'll figure it out and we'll get the money one dollar at a time, mm -hmm. right? We'll figure it out. Yeah. It just makes everything better. Yeah. Everything is better. That's, that's <laughs> the amazing thing about, especially training for an endurance sport. Like, y your whole job as you train is to problem solve. You've got to figure things out as you go. So, and it's, it's so incredible. At Old College Try, uh, last year, I came out of the swim into T1 to get on my bike, and I get on my bike, and my front tire is flat. Mm. Now, I know I aired that thing up. <laughs> I know I aired that thing up, <laughs> right? But I get up, the tire's flat, I'm like, great, right? So, take a deep breath, right? Fix the problem. We get out on the bike a mile, I am not exaggerating, a mile into the bike, I flat out on my back tire. Mm. So at this point, I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna throw my bike <laughs> right, and quit. Yep, call and then the I realize, well, you know, I'm in a try now jersey, right? I really can't, I really can't do that, right? Mm -hmm. But, and I'm like, okay, right? I, the race that I thought I had that race is gone, yep. right? That, that it doesn't exist. I've got a whole new set of things to do now. Yep. I got the tire changed, got back on the bike, 
I felt amazingly fast because at this time I'm in the back of the pack, mm -hmm. so I'm able to just pass, 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 pass. <laughs> I still ended up nine, so I had a top 10 finish, and I was only eight minutes off of really what would have been a normal normal time, you know, kind of yep. a goal time for me yep. and expected finish time, right? Mm -hmm. And I think part of that, part of that is, is you're right, it's training, mm -hmm. right? It's the okay, right? Like now, one, it's letting go of the old race because mm -hmm. it's not that race anymore. Yep. And it's two, it's problem solving. Okay, now that I'm here, what do I need to do to get there? Yep. Right? Like, how am I going to get through it? Mm -hmm. And it, it just makes all the difference difference in the world. I agree. It's the life lessons that you can't learn doing too many other things. Like, like endurance sports and triathlon especially. Like, it puts you in positions where... Like, you don't really have any other options <laughs> right. except to well, figure it out. Yeah, it's like being in Nepal, right? Yep. You're, you're, it's a helicopter or... Or figure it out. Or figure it out, you yeah. know, so... Yeah. Shoot. Well, for the sake of time, let's jump forward into okay. uh, kind of what happened a little bit after that. <laughs> okay. You get home, you decide to go on a little vacation, and... So, uh, uh, so, uh back to landmark birthdays so uh 2019 uh was my 60th uh birthday and uh we had come off nationals an amazing year and uh so i decided for my uh big trip uh, i wanted to go cycling uh, in spain mm. uh, we picked a trip uh, with a, 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 a reputable uh, tour company mm -hmm. and uh, we were going to uh, go uh, from um, Barcelona in Spain mm -hmm. uh, uh, tour Catalonia uh, so we were going to start in Barcelona across uh, the Pyrenees uh, into France spend a little bit of time in France cross back over the mountains and head back to uh, Barcelona mm. anyway uh, long story short uh, the first 10 minutes uh, into the first day uh, of the trip, uh, I uh, was on a, a pretty steep descent, mm -hmm. and I thought, wow, I'm going really fast. Mm -hmm. And uh, the next thing I knew, uh, I was uh, on the pavement. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and I knew I was hurt, I knew I was hurt bad, uh, they, uh, I knew my, I knew my shoulder, I knew my collarbone was broken. Uh, I was, uh, it, it was You're a bad situation. Up. I was yeah. beat up. I was yeah. beat up. Uh, a number of bad things, things happened, uh, while we were there in Spain. Most notably, they, uh, did not diagnose, uh, some of the more, uh, critical injuries. <laughs> anyway, uh, we get back to the States, um, <laughs> Well, so I knew in, while we were in Spain that I was hurt really bad, and uh, I reached out to you immediately, and I'm like, okay, look, I'm hurt really bad. We kind of assessed where we were, and you were like, okay, can you lift your head off the pillow? Yeah, okay, good. So it's just, right, 
I knew I needed to be else. moving, yeah. right? And so we at least got my hands and my feet and what could move moving. Yeah. Get back to the States. Uh, so ultimately uh, the damage uh, from that uh, trip was a fractured skull, uh, unstable uh, fractures to C1 and C2. Those are kind of important. Uh, and uh, <laughs> they, uh, I've been told that uh, C2 was pulverized uh, which means it Not was in more here. than uh, three pieces. Uh, collarbone uh, uh, broken, clean clean break there. Uh, five ribs, mm -hmm. uh, hip, and knee. Uh, and uh, yeah, nice so, nice big uh, lump on that hip. Yeah, we I had a big, giant uh, hematoma. Yeah, and, big old grapefruit uh, popping out. Yeah, and I have some problems with the left left knee. Uh, so. Uh, Anyway, we spent uh, 16 weeks uh, in a Minerva vest. Uh, nice eight little, weeks, nice eight weeks, break. eight weeks uh, in a in a sling. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, you were uh, good enough to, uh, you know, rehab me at home. I, I couldn't really travel, mm -hmm. uh, and so we, you know, we we. We built a program about what we what we, what could, we could do. do. Mm -hmm. I mean, I for me, uh, you know, it was more about okay, how do I kind of get back whatever I I can get back? Mm -hmm. And I had, you know, I I told myself, okay, you know, I, I'm probably not gonna be. Like the world is 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 different now, mm -hmm. right? That race is gone, right? I have a new new one. new new race, mm -hmm. um, and all the people that uh, were around me were like, "Oh no, you you'll be fine, you'll be fine." Mm -hmm. I'm like, let's let's yeah. see, let's wait and see. Yeah, let, right, let, yeah don't no, throw in the towel yet. Yeah, let's. Yeah, you know, I'm like, okay, whatever. Right? <laughs> and and you know, fortunately. Uh, I'm, I'm super lucky in that I have some really amazing uh, and amazingly talented uh, people uh, around me mm -hmm. uh, who have really kept me uh, positive and have kept me challenged mm -hmm. and have really been I think really had my best interest uh, at heart, mm -hmm. right? And they've really uh, pushed me uh, to get back really to what's looking like a stronger season. Yeah. Uh, maybe my strongest season. Even better than last year. Yeah, even, even, even better than last year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So... Yeah, so that's kind of training is going really good right now. Tra is what tra you're training is training is going really good right now. Yeah. Um, so uh, I'm working with Matt Eisen, also mm -hmm. uh, athlete uh, factors uh, uh, podcast guest, podcast oh, yeah. uh, alumni, former student of mine, former <laughs> student uh, who uh, who also is amazing. Yeah. Uh, I'm still still racing uh, with Try Now. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's uh, that Matt uh, has right specific experience with athletes with injuries like mine. Yep. 
Um, and and so we're using him for for coaching coaching now mm-hmm. uh, and that experience so that's also right that's also pushing a lot of boundaries uh, for me yeah uh, the whole idea of remote uh, coaching like that and also you know coaching he's used to coaching collegiate level athletes and yeah. and so to have that approach and and mindset uh to things is a, it's a little different. bit it's a it's a lot different <laughs> um, yes oh yes and and you know i think the work that you know you and i are are doing together is certainly a lot more uh challenging uh than what we were doing i mean i i i like I'm not complaining about any of that. Whatever got me here is not what's going to get me right. So all the things that we're doing, it's it's all. I'm not complaining. Yeah, yeah. We kind of the nice thing was is we we kind of started with a blank slate. We kind of started from scratch at the very beginning with, you know, you you couldn't hinge. You couldn't. <laughs> there was a lot of things you couldn't do, but the things that we could do we were extremely meticulous. Like, all right, well, if, if all you can do is this, then you're gonna do it perfectly, and we're gonna do as many reps as we can perfectly, and then we're gonna take a break, and we'll do something else, and we'll work on your arches, or we'll work on this, and we'll, like, we kinda rebuilt you from the ground up, and that's why right now you're you're doing stuff that you couldn't even do a year ago. Well, well right, and, and I think that's the thing is, like, rather than, I think it was the, the whole, my whole approach to rehab was now is my opportunity to fix as many things as we can fix. Mm-hmm. And so my whole, my whole approach uh, to the sport really is to tackle as many of the details as possible. Mm-hmm. I am not naturally talented. I am not particularly fast, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, I'm just not, I don't think of myself as like a gifted athlete. Right? Mm-hmm. And, and so I, for me to be successful, it means that I really have to dial in on the things that everybody else overlooks, mm-hmm. right? And so for me, that means details, details, details. Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm if I'm in the swim, it's every stroke has to be executed perfectly, mm-hmm. right? If I'm on the bike, right? every bit of that pedal movement has to be perfect. Mm-hmm. My body position has to be perfect, right? Because mm-hmm. that's where I'm picking up my edge mm-hmm. is that I'm just from a, a form and execution aspect better than the guy no. who's just naturally faster. Yep. Right? Yep. I, it's, it's the only way I can be successful. Mm-hmm. So. So this whole thing became a place where we really started focusing on, like you said, okay, 
how is my foot hitting the ground, right? Where am I hitting? Where are my toes? Where is my heel? Where is my ankle, right? What does, where am I in line from toe to ankle to knee to hip to shoulder, right? To really dial all of all of that in. Yeah. And it, 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 it's making, it's so far, it's making a huge <laughs> difference. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. We're already, the numbers look good, right? We're already at or ahead on every, on almost every metric of where we finished last year. Which is crazy. Like it, it blows my mind. What yeah, well, you should be, you should be here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Right? Like, yes, for sure. Like, so... I got a client coming in pretty soon, so okay. we gotta finish this up. But Andy, thank you so much for taking the time to to share your story, and it's it's honestly it's super inspirational to hear you know like how far you've come from from being you know extremely unathletic, overweight, you know, in depression to really changing things and using these pivotal moments along the way to like spur you to do even more challenging things. And I think uh, like anybody watching and listening can take a lot away from that. So um, yeah, so I appreciate you sharing that. Yeah, well, uh, so uh, just if I had one thing to, you know, like sort of share, you know, about my experiences, you know, things, I don't know, right? The jug fills drop by drop, mm -hmm. right? And it's, it's really about repetitive moments, mm -hmm. right? And like people talk about, you know, it's never kind of your first mistake that does you in, right? It's, it's a, a downward spiral of repeated mistakes. Right. Well, I look at that in the exact opposite. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. It's the same in reverse. It's, it's, it's even stronger in reverse, right? Success is it's just the result of millions of micro successes mm -hmm. applied over, over time, right? Mm -hmm. So if you show up, mm -hmm. right, and you put in the work, mm -hmm. you know, every day, right, it, it pays off, right? And... And I, and, I, and I think, so, you know, that works for anybody in whatever they want to do, right? Mm -hmm. You just have to be patient, right? You, patience and consistency. That's be it. and consistency, right? And you'll win. You'll win every time. I agree. I couldn't have said it any better myself. Just show up and do what you can do. Yeah. And build on it. So. Awesome. All right, y'all. Thank you so much for watching and listening. And. I'm sure we'll have Andy on again in the future to talk more about uh, this upcoming season and, uh, yeah, the games and games. world championships and all of that. Yeah. Awesome. All right, y'all. Take care.